Bible in a Year Live Chronological Project, Week 7, Day 2, The Message The Chest Bezalel made the chest using acacia wood. He made it three and three-quarter feet long and two and a quarter feet wide and deep. He covered it inside and out with a veneer of pure gold and made a molding of gold all around it. He cast four gold rings and attached them to its four feet, two rings on one side and two rings on the other. He made poles from acacia wood, covered them with a veneer of gold, and inserted the poles for carrying the chest into the rings on the sides. Next, he made a lid of pure gold for the chest, an atonement cover three and three quarters feet long and two and a quarter feet wide. He sculpted two winged angel cherubim out of hammered gold for the ends of the atonement cover, one angel at one end and one angel at the other. He made them of one piece with, an, with the atonement cover. The angels had outstretched wings and appeared to hover over the atonement cover, facing one another but looking down on the atonement cover. The table. He made the table from acacia wood. He made it three feet long, one and a half feet wide, and two and a quarter feet high. He covered it with a veneer of pure gold and made a molding of gold all around it. He made a border, a hand breadth width, all around it and a rim of gold for the border. He cast four rings of gold for it and attached the rings to the four legs parallel to the tabletop. They will serve as holders for the poles used to carry the table. He made the poles of acacia wood and covered them with a veneer of gold. They will be used to carry the table. Out of pure gold, he made the utensils for the table. Its plates, bowl, jars, and jugs used for pouring. The lampstand. He made a lampstand of pure hammered gold, making its stem and branches, cups, calyxes, and petals all of one piece. It had six branches, three from one side and three from the other, three cups shaped like almond blossoms with calyxes and petals on one branch, three on the next, and so on. The same for all six branches. On the main stem of the lampstand, there were four cups shaped like almonds with calyxes and petals a calyx extending from under each pair of the six branches. The entire lampstand with its calyxes and stems was fashioned from one piece of hammered pure gold. He made seven of these lamps with their candle snuffers all out of pure gold. He used a 75-pound brick of pure gold to make the lampstand and its accessories. The altar of incense. He made an altar for burning incense from acacia wood. He made it a foot and a half square and three feet high, with its horns of one piece with it. He covered it with a veneer of pure gold, its top, sides, and horns, and a gold molding around it with two rings of gold beneath the molding. He placed the rings on the two opposing sides to serve as holders for poles by which it will be carried. He made the poles of acacia wood and covered them with a veneer of gold. He also prepared with the art of a perfumer, the holy anointing oil, and the pure aromatic incense. The altar of whole burnt offering.
He made the altar of whole burnt offering from acacia wood. He made it seven and a half feet square and four and a half feet high. He made horns at each of the four corners. The horns were made of one piece with the altar and covered with a veneer of bronze. He made from bronze all the utensils for the altar, the buckets for removing the ashes, shovels, basins, forks, and firepans. He made a grate of bronze mesh under the ledge halfway up the altar. He cast four rings at each of the four corners of the bronze grating to hold the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and covered them with a veneer of bronze. He inserted the poles through the rings on the two sides of the altar for carrying it. it the altar was made out of boards. It was hollow. The wash basin. He made the bronze wash basin and its bronze stand from the mirrors of the women's work group who were assigned to serve at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The courtyard. And he made the courtyard. On the south side, the hangings for the courtyard woven from fine twisted linen, were 150 feet long, with their 20 posts and 20 bronze bases, and fastening hooks and bands of silver. The north side was exactly the same. The west end of the courtyard had 75 feet of hangings with 10 posts and bases, and fastening hooks and bands of silver. Across the 75 feet at the front, or east end, were 22 and a half feet of hangings with their three posts and bases on one side and the same for the other side. All the hangings around the courtyard were of fine twisted linen. The bases for the posts were bronze and the fastening hooks and bands on the posts were of silver. The posts of the courtyard were both capped and banded with silver. The screen at the door of the courtyard was embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet fabric with fine twined linen. It was 30 feet long and seven and a half feet high, matching the hangings of the courtyard. There were four posts with bases of bronze and fastening hooks of silver. They were capped and banded in silver. All the pegs for the dwelling and the courtyard were made of bronze. This is an inventory of the dwelling that housed the testimony drawn up by order of Moses for the work of the Levites under Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made everything that God had commanded Moses. Working with Bezalel was Aholiabah, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, an artisan, designer, and borderer in blue, purple, and scarlet fabrics and fine linen. Gold. It's also an amount of gold used in the structure of the sanctuary, all of it contributed freely, weighed out at 1,900 pounds, according to the sanctuary standard. Silver. The silver from those in the community who were registered in the census came to 6,437 pounds, according to the sanctuary standard. That amounted to a peka, or half shekel, for every registered person aged 20 and over, a total of 603,550 men. They used the three and a quarter tons of silver to cast the bases for the sanctuary and for the hangings, 100 bases at 64 pounds each. They used the remaining 37 pounds to make the connecting hooks on the posts and the caps and bands for the posts. Bronze. 
The bronze that was brought in weighed 4,522 pounds. It was used to make the door of the tent of meeting, the bronze altar with its bronze grating, all the utensils of the altar, the bases around the courtyard, the bases for the gates of the courtyard, and all the picks for the dwelling and the courtyard. Hmm. Vestments. Using the blue, purple, and scarlet fabrics, they made the woven vestments for ministering in the sanctuary. Also, they made the sacred vestments for Aaron, as God had commanded Moses. Ephod. They made the ephod using gold and blue, purple and scarlet fabrics, and finely twined linen. They hammered out gold leaf and sliced it into threads that were then worked into designs in the blue, purple, and scarlet fabric and fine linen. They made shoulder pieces fastened at the two ends. The decorated band was made of the same material, gold, blue, purple, and scarlet material, and of fine twined linen and of one piece with it, just as God had commanded Moses. They mounted the onyx stones in a setting of filigreed gold and engraved the names of the sons of Israel on them, then fastened them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the Israelites, just as God had commanded Moses. Breastpiece They made a breastpiece designed like the ephod from gold, blue, purple, and scarlet material and fine twined linen. Doubled the breast piece was nine inches square. They mounted four rows of precious gemstones on it. First row, carnelian, topaz, emerald. Second row, ruby, sapphire, crystal. Third row, jacinth, agate, amethyst. Fourth row, beryl, onyx, jasper. The stones were mounted in a gold filigree. The twelve stones corresponded to the names of the sons of Israel. Twelve names engraved on a seal, one for each of the twelve tribes. They made braided chains of pure gold for the breastpiece, like cords. They made two settings of gold filigree and two rings of gold, and put the two rings at the two ends of the breastpiece, and fastened the two ends of the cords to the two rings at the end of the breastpiece. Then they fastened the cords to the settings of filigree, attaching them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod in front. Then they made two rings of gold and fastened them to the two ends of the breastpiece on its side edge facing the ephod. They made two more rings of gold and fastened them in front, in the front of the ephod to the lower parts of the two shoulder pieces, near the seam above the decorated band of the ephod. The breastpiece was fastened by running a cord of blue through its rings to the rings of the ephod so that it rested securely on the decorated band of the ephod and wouldn't come loose, just as God had commanded Moses. Robe They made a robe for the ephod entirely of blue. The opening of the robe at the center was like a collar. The edge hemmed so that it wouldn't tear. On the hem of the robe, they made pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet material and fine twined linen. They also made bells of pure gold and alternated the bells and pomegranates, a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate, all around the hem of the robe that was worn for ministering just as God had commanded Moses. They also made the tunics of fine linen, the work of a weaver, for Aaron and his sons, the turban of fine linen, the linen hats, the linen underwear made of fine twined linen, and sashes of fine twined linen blue, purple, and scarlet material and embroidered just as God had commanded Moses. 
They made the plate, the sacred crown of pure gold and engraved on it as on a seal, holy to God. They attached a blue cord to it and fastened it to the turban, just as God had commanded Moses.